Hey everybody, it's Jerry at the Fledge and welcome to season two, episode 20 of Every Damn Day. And today I have our good friend Matt Zarka with me and we're going to be talking about uh, what's happening with crypto around the Fledge and around the Lansing area, maybe around the world even, right? Right. And so how are you doing today? I'm doing great, man. I just got my uh, second shot and I'm all vaccinated up now. So yeah, 100% vaccinated. Um, so uh, thanks for doing that. I'm yep. glad. Uh, there, we do have a mobile clinic out front right now. They're going to be here till oh, we missed them. So they'll be back again in two weeks. Um, the first and third Thursday of every month, you can get a booster, a flu shot, whatever kind of shot you need. So thanks for doing that. Yeah. Uh, let's jump into crypto. And I want to kind of preface things with um, we are not advising you to invest anything. We're not advising you to, you know, do something that might not be um, healthy for your finances. You have to talk to your financial advisors or friends and family to uh, understand if crypto is right for you when it comes to things like Bitcoin and Ethereum and the altcoins and Dogecoin and all of that. However, what we are ask, advising you to do is to get involved in crypto some way. And most people think that's, you know, getting a Coinbase wallet and buying crypto. But what we try to do every Thursday at the Fledge from 12 to 2 is educate people about blockchain, smart contracts, uh, decentralized finance, uh, decentralized autonomous organizations and things like that. So let's uh, let's jump into you a bit. Okay. And uh, what's your history with crypto? And maybe we'll just spend a few minutes on that because I think we told that story. Yeah, we did um, before. Um, but really quick. Yeah. Uh, 2017, I started finding Bitcoin and exploring that ecosystem a little bit. Um, <clears throat> I quickly found out that it was uh, pretty difficult to buy in this area and there were no uh, ATM machines. And I went on this wild goose chase to find my first Bitcoin. I ended up in Detroit after two hours of searching and bought my first one down there. Um, when I came back, I decided I wanted to buy an ATM machine and uh, have that service available for this area. Um, through that little journey, though, is when I found the Fledge, because that was the first place I went to try and buy a Bitcoin. And we were out, yeah, right? You guys were out. Yeah. We, uh, when we had that ATM, we sold out every day. Yeah. Every day. I bet. Well, um, when I turned mine on, it was doing the same thing too. So, yeah. um, and now fast forward to today, you've got your own coin, you've yeah. got your own NFTs. Yes. Tell us about these. So this is kind of an experimental thing I'm doing right now with my jewelry store. I own a pawn shop in Lansing um, and we buy just jewelry. I also do repairs and things like that in my store. Um, but <clears throat> being in the crypto world, I really wanted to try and use uh, my own money um, to do, you know, to provide some of these services. Uh, so the NFT project is, is something that uh, helps back the liquidity of the token I produced, which is called the Jewelers Collection. TJC is the ticker. And um, I've put a lot of my own funds in behind this project also. So it's 
it's not really contingent on somebody investing in my token or somebody buying my NFT. It's more me trying to roll my jewelry business and what I'm already doing um, and taking some of those profits and rolling them into the TJC economy and backing my own token. And what that allows me to do now is uh, pay developers or people that help me online bring this idea to life with my own token and my own currency. And then they can swap that for whatever they want, Yep. eventually getting into the fiat of yes. the U.S. dollar or what have you. Exactly. So um, <clears throat> why, why is it important to you to do that? Like, why don't you just use cash? Well, there's a couple of reasons. I, I just love the crypto economy. I like how easy it is to send this stuff around. Um, it's, it's fun to own. It's, it was amazing to create to me. Just to have the ability to do this, I think, is really cool. Um, no real reason other than me wanting to explore this arena of finance, basically, and create my own money for my store. Yeah. That, was, that was really my drive to do it. And it is a, it's a fun journey, yeah. and it is a fast journey, Very right? Fast, it yes. changes every single day. Yeah. Um, so how does that relate to what the Fledge is doing? Well, um, I also would like to create a DAO someday around this business that I own. Um, and in doing so, so we started the, 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 the um, XDI Bots project, which is an NFT project. And uh, mainly I want to use this project and any funds derived from it or some of the funds to help back what the Fledge is trying to do. So basically using my project as a jumpstart to provide liquidity for the Fledge's project. Um, and that was that was a main goal I wanted. Yeah. And so let's let's clarify a couple words. You okay. said DAO, and DAO <laughs> is D-A-O, and it is an acronym for Decentralized Autonomous Organization. You want to give a definition of what that is? So uh, to me, the way I see DAOs, and it can explain them to somebody simply, is it's a new structure of business, basically. It's a new business structure similar to what maybe an LLC or a C corporation or S corporation might be. Um, it's not something that's legally recognized in the state of Michigan yet, um, but there is one state in, in the United States actually that recognizes DAOs as a legal entity. Um, well, they can govern a legal entity. And that's Wyoming. <clears throat> and that is Wyoming. Um, so to me, a DAO is basically a group of people that have a common interest that help guide the direction and funds of a business. Yeah. You know, that's a simple a business or an organization or, yeah. or people that they have a shared, a community. Yes. A community. And DAOs are, there are cities considering changing to DAOs. There are structures being put in place all over the world uh, to do this. And we have a DAO, here at the Fledge on uh, uh, Snapchat, snap, snapshot.org. Snapshot.org. Um, you can search up the Fledge and see our DAO. You can join our DAO. And basically, we've been selling our Fledge flies, and Shannon put a uh, link up there. So it's flies.fldg.io. If you want to check out these projects online, you can also get to this from thefledge.com. Um, and what we're what we're trying to do is as we build uh, assets and we get uh, different coins or different money for the things that we're selling, we now have this pot of money that is going to be controlled by the Dow. So they might say, you know, put a proposal out to 
redo the kitchen. I know some people in the crowd are uh, interested in that. And uh, we all vote. And if we vote yes, then that money gets released and uh, can be bought or can be used to update the kitchen. And then as we continue to grow our assets and put more and more money behind this, we'll have the crowd uh, getting more and more involved in the the operation and the governance of the fledge. And so it's our way to say, thank you community for helping us build this. Now let's figure out a way and figure out a way is the big term here <laughs> on how to give this back. So yeah, what are your thoughts? How do you respond to that? Or There's just add? so many directions that you can go with what you just said. Um, but one of the main goals that, that we have or something that we're looking into that seems pretty interesting is using some of these funds to attain uh, residential properties in this area um, to rehabilitate and eventually use um, to house people that are in need or to you know rent to own to people that are having difficulties getting a loan or mortgage. Yeah. Um, and technically, we're ready to release this project today. Yeah. Legally, it's super difficult to navigate the space because there aren't laws or there's there's outdated laws that look at it. You know, we can't sell securities. We can't sell right. shares. Just open it up like that without reporting and filing and all of these things that um we also can't afford to do. Right. So the legal and regulatory, it's a minefield. I mean, Literally, I'm, I'm yeah. scared of misstepping every single day. Yeah, it's so, difficult. It's difficult to navigate when you don't really know um, if what you're doing is, is, is going to be considered illegal or not, I guess. Yeah. And uh, then the other thing is we want within our DAO, we were calling them sub DAOs at first, but now we call them daughter DAOs. And we want to be able to break our DAOs into almost like cost centers or different project efforts or things that we do here. So we might have a kitchen DAO, a fledged music group DAO, a renewable energy DAO. And based on different factors, those will get funded. And that funding then would be controlled by the groups that choose to be members of that DAO and get involved. Right. So, yeah, that's really cool. Um, so uh, we have, right now we have Fledgecoin, yes. right? We have uh, some of our artists have NFTs out on OpenSea that are part of the Fledge Art Collective. We have our flies that are, what's that called again? A PFP? PFP project. Yeah. Um, that are a PFP project like uh, CryptoPunks. People think about that a lot or Board understand. Club, yep. Yeah. And... Um, so we've got that. We've been selling the flies where we didn't sell 10,000 of them, but we sold yeah. a couple hundred and we, we keep it steady and going. Um, and I think we've got a really good roadmap of coming out with fledged fractals soon, which will be 10,000 uh, NFTs representing uh, different space within the fledge, if you will. So it's, it's like cutting up the fledge into 10,000 pieces and selling an nft that represents that piece but we have to stop short of selling an nft that represents ownership of that piece until we can figure out how to legally do that so that's the the roadmap that we'd like to go on and start to have properties so that we can have affordable and safe housing that is 
uh, funded by these DAOs, managed by the DAOs, and then the people inside of the ecosystem are also repairmen or repair people. They are um, they know how to install things. They take care of yards. They do all, the all of the things that we can use Fledgecoin to do bounties. We need this yes. garbage disposal uh, replaced. We put 50 Fledge in the pot to do that. Somebody replaces it. They get the 50 Fledge and maybe they can use that to come to a show or buy a piece of art or pay a little bit of their rent um, or trade it with somebody else, trade it yep. for jewelry, who sure. knows? Yep. Um, so then what that does for us is it starts to trap the money in our community. And I don't mean that in a negative way. What I mean is if I give uh, Matt a dollar and he immediately spends it on Amazon and we send it to Jeff Bezos, wherever he is, then we get $1 worth of uh, value before it bounces out of our community. But if I give Matt that same dollar and he gives zero a dollar to do something and then zero gives uh, Marshall a dollar to do something, we've now quadrupled the value of that within our local economy. So the more we can have use cases where people are using the community coins, whether it's Fledge coin, TJC coin, or some other coin that might be uh, created in our community, the more that money is going to stay trapped and bounce around and be a lot more valuable to us. And so that's why the Fledge is very interested in the coins and the crypto and again trying to figure out how to navigate the space doing it slow we're not trying to get rich quick what we're trying to do is strengthen our community and do it in a safe way not allow predators into the ecosystem not take advantage of people not rug pull right yeah. the, our whole intent wasn't to make any money on this really anyways it's it's to yeah build this community and build value within the community that we're creating. So yeah. that, that was, you know, something that, that I like a lot about this project, you know, yeah. we're not taking the money. It's uh, <clears throat> it, you know, at first glance into the crypto, it looks like a bunch of uh, kind of privileged people that have funding and they're trying to get richer and richer sure. and a lot of quick rich schemes and, you know, all the press about oh, yes. Dogecoin goes up, blah, blah, blah. What the hell, man? How are we going to get these predators out of this system? I don't know that you can, you know, wherever you have good, you have bad. So you just got to know what you're doing, know, know who's who and, and stay away from that stuff. And, um, and the more I peel the onion, the more good I'm finding. Yeah. Like there are communities all over the world trying to do the right thing. The right thing. Yeah. And uh, we are unique, though in a lot of ways because we're doing the right thing and right. now we're trying to fund it yes. where a lot of them are backwards to that where they're trying to get funding so they can start doing things similar to what we want to do yes all right um where's this going to be well no i'm sorry let me uh to that end it is very important to us um to involve people in the crypto ecosystem that are underrepresented or not represented at all. Uh, so for example, 
every time we have our Thursday meetup, which is sort of going on right now, we're talking to them as we're talking to you. Um, we are uh, making sure that we spend a lot of time advertising, getting out, inviting uh, uh, BIPOC females, LBGTQIA plus community vets. Um, the this is being controlled by a bunch of white guys again, and it's going to be the next monetary systems. It's going to be the next financial systems, and it's being built by the people who or it's a lot of it's being built by the people who built or have benefited from the old system. So they're going to build in that, that bias and that benefit. It's whether they, they're going to try, they're or gonna try to, yeah. um, whether that happens in the long run or not is, is, you know, still yet to be seen because yeah. blockchain something different and it, and it really has some safeguards against some of that, in my opinion, um, oh, right. just naturally. Yeah. Let's, let's get into that in just a second. Um, so when I said at the beginning that we're not trying to get you to invest, we're not trying to, you know, tell you what to do with your money. I, I stand on that still. And we're not asking you to buy fledge coin or to buy a fly or anything like that. What we're asking you to do is get engaged with the crypto ecosystems around here because you will be in a better position in a year from now or three years from now, if you start to understand how this works um, and build financial literacy of the next financial systems. Yeah. The, the hurdle is education. I think yeah. completely, you know, it's, that's the only hurdle. Um, there's really nothing to be afraid of in the space. As long as you are with the, you know, working within the right projects and talking to the right people, um, there's really nothing to be afraid of in the space at all. You can enter the space with very, very, very little money, like, you know, five bucks and, and really learn the mechanics of everything first before you decide to enter, you know. And we fully. do, when you come to the ecosystem meeting the first time, we give you a little bit of Matic and we give you a little bit of Fledge coin, no cost to you to just get playing with it and seeing what you can do with it get a wallet get all the things that you're going to need it's amazing once you own a little bit from not having any to having just five dollars worth how much more engaged you become yeah and and want to learn about it um so just owning a little bit of crypto really gets you in that in that mindset so um let's let's talk a little bit about and we're gonna can we're gonna lose everybody in a second um decentralized finance okay this is uh one of my weaknesses i'm starting to understand it a little bit better but um there's a lot it's a deep dive it and, is a deep dive uh give us a, a deep dive or give us a quick overview quick overview of decentralized finance so there are many projects out there that offer um, incentives to provide things like liquidity for their token, um, staking their token. Uh, and staking just simply means <clears throat> having a token and depositing it on a particular platform and earning a percentage yield on that for it being there. Kind of like a savings account, I guess. Um, really, decent there's so many different tools coming out. I don't even know if tools is really the right word. There's so many different platforms that you can use that are uh, reputable and safe to use that earns really high yields um, 
for basically saving money. Yeah. Uh, that's See, what decentralized finance is. It's, it's I, learning I like, how to save and earn high yields. I like crypto because it encourages saving so much. And it really, it doesn't allow you, at least not yet, and I hope never, it doesn't allow you to go into deep debt. Right. Right. Because right. you have to have assets you can to use. You can yes. borrow against your assets. You can stake them. You can put them out there like a savings account and really get those assets working for you while using fiat and cash to fund different things out in the real world. Right. Right. And it's just it's amazing to me. I think that, um, you know, I don't I, I worry about when's the first crypto payday loan going to pop up? When's the first predatory usury interest rate, you know, crypto sure. project going to pop up? That's one thing that you find in this space is that you don't see a whole lot of that. Uh, you know, there, there are platforms like Balancer or Curve or uh, one that I like that's new on XDAI is called Agave, where you deposit funds there, not in a, not in a liquidity providing position, but as a single token. And you earn interest for just providing that token on their platform. Other people can borrow against it is what happens. Hmm. Um, and that's how you earn some fees for having that, providing that token and, you know, as liquidity there. Um, and then you can use those assets to again, borrow against them. So you don't necessarily sell your assets to get liquidity to buy more. You can leverage the ones you have. And then from the borrowed position, you also earn interest on that. Um, so there's just a lot of crazy things you can do with money in this, in this, you know, in this environment. But it's, and it's when money is made, it is shared with the token holders, the NFT holders, however they want to do it. Yeah. But it's almost never, you know, goes right up to the CEO and their $20 million a year salary. Right. You don't really see that. No, see, it goes to the people really using in, in um, using the system. And I think that's why, like when we, uh, you know, we've got Zero and Marshall here right now and we think about co-op models, you know, and we think about time banking, time tools, talent and how the ledger and the blockchain can create a, a much fairer economy than us uh, would Bilal say on the show. Everyone's stealing our labor and uh we're way underpaid and without labor often you have nothing yeah. so um yeah what um, do you think uh i don't know <laughs> i don't know i don't know what to think so um <laughs> well as we wrap up here we we would like to invite uh any and all of you to come out to the fledge any thursday from 12 to 2 and yeah. talk crypto with us we will get you a wallet we will get you some fledge coin we will answer any questions that you have uh if you are thinking of buying bitcoin or ethereum or whatever you're thinking of buying and you just want to talk to somebody please trust us to uh be a safe haven for you uh we do not allow predators and praying within this ecosystem and we'll help you out if it's a scam we're going to tell you it's a scam if you think you're sending eight hundred dollars of bitcoin to a soldier overseas it is a scam uh things like that we will help you with this and if you want our advice on 
why we like certain coins or whatever. We will do that, but we will not uh, tell you to invest or anything like that. We'll tell you what. There's two things with coins. How adapted is or how adopted is it? How many people are using it and how many use cases or utility? Uh, how much utility does it have? Oh, let's talk about a fledge uh, utility. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the wise locks. Yeah. So that's super cool. As you might have learned over the pandemic or if you've ever been here, we have a lot of smart uh, technology inside of the fledge. And that represents as smart lights, smart plugs, uh, smart uh, thermostats, sensors and smart locks. So we can use an app to open an outside door or open the door to the studio. And this week, uh, Mark, who is our chief developer, integrated a MetaMask wallet that the website read and looked for a particular NFT that the Fledge published. And if you had that NFT, it gave you a button on the page that said, open the studio. So now you have access to go into that resource because you have an NFT. So the first thought is, oh man, I'm going to have to buy an NFT to get into the studio, but that's not what we're doing. You can't buy these NFTs. They represent a training and experience and competency or skill set that you have gained by being trained or coming to here to work or whatever. And once you gain that, you then have the trust of the ecosystem. Sure. It's, it's, it's like it's like uh, making a duplicate key to the lock and giving it to the person you trust so that they can use the, the, the resource. Right. Um, and so then proving that they're going to be responsible. Yes with that. So I think uh, that's going to be amazing. It's real world NFT use case. You know, I'm, I'm awesome. not big on people buying NFTs as art investments. Um, I think it's going to get crypto kiddied. Uh, <laughs> but that's, I'm, yeah. I coined that phrase, crypto kiddied. Um, well, they're still around though. <laughs> I have some. Shannon has a ton. Uh, but what it is, is it's an icon you can press and inside of whatever opens there are all of these keys and access to things and places you can go in the metaverse or places you can go in the real world and interact with smart technology, uh, internet of things, all of that yeah. all starts to come together. This is so, all coming really fast yeah. to everybody, to everybody. Yeah. I mean, you are going to be involved in crypto because you're going to be involved in the metaverse and the metaverse is going to have crypto all over the place. And they won't call it that, you know, they'll call it different things so that you're they'll call it coupons. They'll call it coins. They'll call it whatever, you know, whatever TikTok has coins Widgets. right now. And I bet you it's got a crypto twist to it. Oh, I didn't know. So that. I don't know either, but I bet it does. We should check that out. So, uh. What do you want to leave us with here? Uh, I just want to say that uh, our project is different. It's unique and it's not for us. It's for everyone out there watching this right now. Um, and that's what I love about it. So um, to learn more about it, join us here on, on Thursdays. Um, you'll be able to, you know, set up a wallet, get a little bit of crypto, learn how to buy an NFT, learn a little bit about DAOs and join ours. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Yeah, I love it. 
Thank you very much. Um, for having also, uh, we've got some presenters tonight at 99 Problems, but a pitch ain't one. Yeah. And I think one or two or three of them might be talking about uh, some other uses of crypto in the crypto space. So come check out 99 Problems tonight at 6, every Thursday at 6. Have a great day. Love you all. See you later. Thank you.